things. I've read this story <laughs> like four or five times, and I and I think I have a, a somewhat um, rudimentary understanding of what we're going to talk about here. But I have the right person on to explain it to us because uh, there's some things going on that we're going to need uh, some instruction. So let's chat with Jennifer West, who is a research scientist at the University of Toronto's Dunlap Institute for Astronomy and Astrophysics. Jennifer, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us this morning. Hi, it's my pleasure. Okay. Walk us through this. You have come up with an hypothesis here, if I have the correct, um, that our entire solar system, Earth, everything else, actually exists within a, a tunnel of sorts, right? Do I have that right? Yeah, so I think that this tunnel imagery has really taken off, and it's, um, you know, it's just a way of picturing what this structure might look like in, in our galaxies. So we exist in, our solar system exists, within a much larger structure called our galaxy. Mm-hmm. And within this, there's, there's um, you know, a, a feature of this galaxy that is surrounding us. And so when we look in all different directions in the sky, we see it in every direction because we're, we're inside of it. Okay, so we don't necessarily recognize the fact that we're in a tunnel because we can't see the ends of it, or can we see the ends of it? Well, the Are real problem ends? is that it's bright <laughs> in radio waves. So we need radio telescopes to actually be able to see this thing. Um, and, you know, our eyes, when we go outside and look at the sky, we see stars and, and we don't see the radio waves that are, are actually, you know, if we, if we had eyes that could see radio waves, it would be bright in so many different directions and we would see the stuff filling the sky. But since we can't see that, we need a radio telescope to, you know, reveal what's really out there. Okay, now you got your hands on a radio telescope a while ago, going back like 15 years, right? And um, that's sort of when this thought or hypothesis or idea sort of came into uh, being for you and you've been working on it ever since. So um, tell us the findings, essentially just break down what you think we've seen out there and why you come up with this new hypothesis around it. Yeah, so I think, you know, 15 years ago is, you know, the the length of time I've been involved in, in this kind of, of research in radio astronomy. And so this is the first time that I saw a map of the radio sky was when I was a student. And, um, and you know, these, these bright patches are really... Um, they're really obvious when you look at a map like that. Like they're very large, and you know they're really hard to miss. Um, but most astronomers, um, you know, have have seen these bright. We we've known about them for a very long time since the 1960s. And um, the thing is, they're in different directions in the sky. Mm. And so, um, so this idea that maybe we're inside of the structure and that we're seeing this emission from from different sides of the sky because we're inside of it, that's the new part. Um, we've known about it, we've studied them, but we've thought of them as, as separate things in different directions. Now, you describe a eureka moment where it all came into view for you. Tell us what happened and why you suddenly said, this This is right. Yeah, so so that that happened because, you know, I've looked at this map, like, like you said, for 15 years, I've seen it. And I usually look at it the way um, most astronomers look at it with, with our galaxy's center at the center of the map. And that's the way we draw that map. 
Um, like when we look at a map of the Earth, we draw the map of the Earth with the equator in the middle of the map. And so with computers now, we can, you know, take that image and shift it around and look at it from different directions. And so it was while doing that that I noticed that these bright patches, if you look at them in a, in a you know, with a slightly different center on that map, uh, instead of them looking like they're going in opposite directions, uh, you can see this tunnel effect and it looks like, you know, that they're going maybe in the same direction. And that was when I, I first had that idea. Okay, so let's assume that, let's just take this for granted, okay? We're living in a text, uh, or not a text, we're living in a tunnel, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so what? What does that mean? What does that do to our understanding of the universe and how we sort of are situated within it? Sure. So I think, you know, for astronomers, we're, we're, we're trying to understand um, our entire universe, you know, how it formed and what the history of our universe is. And if we're in this tunnel um, or, or this, um, there's magnetic effects that are, are in every direction, we, it's really important to understand that. And so we can account for that when we want to understand the broader universe. So, um, it's you know this this saying that you can't see the forest for the trees yeah. is I think a good example where we're in we're inside this forest and we see a bunch of trees and we want to understand those trees and we want to understand the shape of the whole forest but if we don't recognize that they're trees in the first place you know that's the first step so we really have to um, we really need the understanding of our our local. Uh, environment, if you want to say that, uh, before we can understand the universe as a whole. And so I think this is a first step. Um, uh, well, it's a step towards towards that understanding. I mean, we've been trying to understand the universe since we started looking at the sky, right? Yeah, no, I think yeah. that that's an excellent point. I think, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. Like, that that's how it works. You know, start dealing with your immediate environment, and then we can sort of, you know, extrapolate and learn as we go on. But it, it's a perfect starting point. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I mean, we can still, and and astronomers, there's lots of astronomers that study the, the large-scale universe and, and the stuff beyond there. Um, but I think, you know, it's... It, being able to distinguish what is nearby and what is far away, that's that's really important for us to be able to do as astronomers. Um, when we look at the sky, it's all collapsed onto one, one, you know, we're just seeing what what comes to us from outer space. We can't really go in a spaceship and go explore the universe yet. So we're just exactly, getting yeah. what what's coming to us uh, in the form of light, uh, of different kinds of lights, so radio waves and, and stuff that we see with our eyes, the optical light, um, and there's x-rays, and there's lots of different ways we can study the universe, and this is just one way. Amazing stuff. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh, very, very happy to chat with you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That is Jennifer West, who is a research scientist at the University of Toronto's Dunlap Institute for Astronomy and astrophysics. Cool stuff. I love the space stuff.